welcome to the show. Thank you. No problem. So um, your second album, uh, Collide, has been out for a while now. What's uh, what's it been like, uh, the reception you've been given? Uh, well, it's been a fantastic time with this album, really. I mean, we didn't know what to expect. It's, when it's your second album, you're always really nervous about it and excited and, you know, you want to kind of evolve a bit from your first record while still being in keeping with, you know, who you are and what the sound of the first record was. So uh, we've been so pleased with the beautiful reaction we've had from people, so many kind words and these great reviews and really it's, it's better than I even hoped for. Absolutely, and of course, uh, your Anything At All, the uh, lead single, what's the inspiration behind that? Uh, you're Anything At All, so, uh, did you say You're Anything At All, sorry? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, so, uh, that, that's, um, that song is a bit sassy, it's a, it's a little bit about sort of uh, confidence in the face of vulnerability, so, uh, you know, when someone makes you feel like maybe you're not you know, worth much or you, you feel a bit worthless or perhaps like they're, they're telling you you're not good enough and you sort of say in response that, you know, well, you don't really need that in your life and you can uh, go hang out with people, I guess, that do think you're good enough and, and you know, you get your own self-worth from, from yourself and, you know, uh, being confident and, and things like that. So that, that's really what that song is about. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, uh, the, the Clyde album, which is a, a wonderful album, and it's a totally different from your, your debut album. How, how have you... As you said, evolved um, uh, lyrically or melody. How has it changed over the years for you? Uh, well, I mean, with this record, we really had a bit more of a plan going into it. My first album was very much uh, a hodgepodge of stuff. I mean, we kind of threw it together quite quickly. We, we had about a week in the studio. I recorded it with some great friends, Harry Hookie and Jack Hookie down in Gippsland, Victoria. And uh, we, it was, I was independent at that stage, so I had no record label. There was no real plan. It was such a grassroots album, and as such, it came out in such a raw sort of form, and I loved that record, and it still really represents me really well. Um, but with this record, obviously, produced by Diesel, so it was much more... Um, we had much more of a process going into it. We had a lot of months to work on it. It wasn't just one week of quick, let's smash it all out in the studio, and uh, obviously the production value increased being, um, you know, produced by Diesel and he's, he's fantastic in the studio and he played a lot of the instrumentations and, and I think the songwriting definitely evolved as well. I'm very proud of, of I suppose, how I've grown as a songwriter in the last uh, two years since the last album. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, as you said, going uh, to your debut album, uh, you weren't signed at that point. Did you ever think you'd be at a stage touring the world, which you are, you're touring uh, Europe shortly and doing all these country shows. Did you ever think you'd be in this position? I didn't really, to be honest. I sort of picked up music at a very um, young age and I always just did it for fun and as I got a bit older I realised that it really was what I wanted to do with the rest of my life but as with a lot of things in the entertainment industry you really don't know. I mean uh, there's no guarantees and even if you work really really hard and you're good at what you do there still isn't a guarantee that you'll be able to achieve the things that you want to achieve in music so uh, I definitely didn't expect it and I'm so glad that, it, that it's all sort of happening and falling into a place and I I guess, um, you know, it's, it's one of those crazy industries that you just never really know what's going to happen. So I feel really, uh, really glad that, you know, I've, I've ended up here and then, you know, there's only, um, you know, only more to come, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, of course, you've uh, written some songs with some amazing artists, including uh, someone that we recently had on, Cassie Chambers. What was that experience like and how did she help you in your musical growth? 
Uh, well, Case is great. I really like working with Case, and, and we sort of became friends before we actually collaborated, which made it um, really nice because we we were sort of just hanging out at her house, and it wasn't really a setup. I mean, a lot of the time with co-writes, you'll go, you know, let's let's go to your house, and we'll write a song between you know twelve and three p.m. sort of thing. But this was very much I was just hanging out at her place with a couple of other great songwriters, and uh, we just decided that. For fun, you know, we'd all sit down, have a drink, and write a song. And I didn't think that those songs that we wrote that night would would you know necessarily make it onto any record. I wasn't expecting it, and so um, you know the experience of working with her was wonderful because it was very relaxed and casual. And, and she's you know a great influence on me, a really big inspiration. She's a wonderful uh, songwriter and singer and artist in general. So uh, getting to have a couple of co-writes on her record is is a, a truly um, a great thing for me. Yes, and she is the queen of country music, and I mean, you're country, but you're not like, I won't say full-on country, a bit of folk, a bit of alt country, a bit of, even a bit of rock, I mean, you, you, you got, you, you mix up with every genre almost. Yeah, absolutely, and and I'm glad you say that because that is exactly what we wanted people to get, especially from this new album. I mean, I love country music, and I will always love country music. You know, traditional, contemporary, whatever kind of you know alternative country is kind of my favourite. But um, I mean, I just I felt like there was so much more in me than just country music. And while I wanted to um, you know have elements of country, there was so many other stuff that I grew up listening to, like folk music and rock music, and just so much different stuff that I wanted I really want to be uh, I guess a broader category of singer-songwriter and I don't like the idea of I guess being boxed into one specific genre so uh, with this record that was something we really aimed for was a bit of a cross-genre feel and and I definitely think um, you know Diesel achieved that with the production. Yeah of course he did produce the arm and you're touring with him are you still touring with him? Uh, Yeah we've got three shows left on the tour which uh, I'll be on uh, following my tour in Europe. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, you know, you're going to, to Europe now. Is it your first time going to Europe or have you, you've been before on a tour? Yeah, absolutely. It's my first time. I've never been there or played there, so it's, it's, uh, it's going to be wonderful. And, of course, uh, Nashville, the home of country music. You've done a, a few shows and um, some co-running and some, you know, some very famous places um, in Nashville. Absolutely. I love Nashville. It's a bit of a second home for me and I'm missing it, so hopefully it's on the cards to go back again soon. So, uh, which artist, if you could, uh, would you love to collaborate with on your next uh, album? Oh, that's a great question. I, um, I mean, I have a lot of awesome friends in the scene who who I'd love to work with. I mean, people like Shane Nicholson, and I've worked with them in a lot of you know other respects. But I'd love to have them sort of feature on my album. I mean, I've sung backing vocals with Shane, but um, you know, and people like Casey. I mean, I'd love to be able to write with them for my record rather than necessarily for theirs. So it would be wonderful to um, yeah to do something like that. And I mean, I've I've always got my ultimate favorite artist, you know, who I'd love to work with at some point in my career people like Paul Kelly and Neil Finn you know they're real inspirations to me so yeah possibly one day we can make it happen yeah maybe even uh, you know of course uh, Willie Watson Shane Nicholson as you said and Dale Brathwaite and the, the, the thing I've always wanted to know about you know because you are a singer songwriter country artist what do you prefer um, the songwriting element or the uh, performing element oh that's a great question again I find it so hard to choose between those two things. I mean, there's something really magical about being on a stage and sharing um, a really sort of special moment with an audience. I find that that is one of my favourite things is just, you know, especially if I've written a new song and it's new to people and it's like introducing them to 
a story that they haven't heard yet about your life. And I love that feeling. Um, but I do have to say probably nothing would top the feeling of when you are getting something out of your system and writing it into a song and you just feel like, uh, you know, you it, it's real like the cheapest form of therapy. <laughs> like, you know, you really feel like you're, um, you're getting it all out there. And you, when you feel like you've hit the nail on the head in saying what you want to say in a song, there's nothing quite like that feeling. So probably songwriting would take the cake for me. Now, is it true that you have uh, some of your songwriting ideas just on y- on your phone, and one particular song you actually thought up while actually playing uh, in a bar? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, I I often will be known to run out of social occasions and sing ideas into my phone very quietly, so I don't forget them. But that particular uh, "You're Anything at All" was actually kind of written in my head while I was um, I had the idea while I was playing this. A uh, pretty pretty terrible sort of dive bar gig um, back when I was starting out, and um, it was it was quite um, you know it was a few years ago now, and um, it was one of those gigs where you feel like no one's listening to you, and you know you're playing to the backs of people's heads while they're playing at poker machines. You know that's how I started off with music. It was quite you know covers gigs and playing for three or four hours and hauling your own PA around. So that was really sort of paying my dues and and um, you know cutting my teeth in places like that. And because it was just going through the most and, and I felt like no one was listening to me. I ended up sort of, my mind was wandering and I ended up coming up with the idea for the song, which I didn't write for a few years after that. So, Well, the, the thing is, uh, as you said, you, you did the, uh, what, um, old, I'm actually going to say this, it's almost old school to go to a uh, small bar, small uh, regional areas, which country artists still do, but it's, um, it's quite different to do it the old school way, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's um it's great to, um yeah, it's it's really great to get out to regional places and, and sort of old school bars and things like that. I mean, I love touring regionally, and you know the the, the uh, sorry the uh, tour um, tour poster that's just come out. You know, we've just announced a bunch of tour dates um, for later this year, which will be, I guess, the biggest uh, headline tour I've ever done so far in my career um, to launch the album Collide, and and it'll be sort of all around Australia. But we deliberately organised a lot of shows in regional areas just because I love cities and everything and, and there's nothing wrong with cities but there's just something so special about going out to a remote community where people don't necessarily get a lot of live music and they really appreciate it and it's just a very unique vibe. No, absolutely. I mean, it is one of those things that um, in, a, in a small country town in a pub, you know, they might only get one or two big name artists, you know, in their entire lifetime. Absolutely, that's right. And, you know, we've experienced it on the Diesel Tour as well. There's been um, some great places, you know, out in Young and, and uh, you know, just regional sort of areas that you wouldn't uh, necessarily look at it on a map and go, you know, I've never, you know, you'd sort of look at it and go, I've never been there before. And, and is there really any sort of a following out there? But there always is. People are always so appreciative that you've uh, made the effort to travel all the way out there. And it's just, uh, yeah, those have been some of my favourite shows, really. Absolutely, and I'm going to take you way, way back now because I must admit, while researching you, I, I, I did listen to your brand new album, but I went way back into the archives, and there was uh, you. At, is it 16? Um, <laughs> Sky Stand Still. A very <laughs> young. You know what? I think I was about 14 or 14 when I made that EP. That's so funny. That was actually the first um, first recording I ever did, and it was just here at my home studio in the Blue Mountains, you know, with my dad, and I was just a kid, you know. It's, it's so crazy. It was almost 10 years ago now. Um, 
And that was a, a really, really fun, you know, it was just my first foray into any recorded music and, and it's really awesome that you looked back into that because, yeah, no, it's, it's very rarely, people rarely don't, don't really know about anything I've released before, um, Love and Lovely Lies or, or even Stories from a Porcelain City. That I was going to say that next one. Before that, so it's, um, yeah, thank you for looking that far back. I didn't, I was going to actually talk about Stories from a Porcelain City. Where did you get the name of that? That's an interesting one and even the na- some of the names of the songs like 30 Days in California and that was back in 2013 and I don't know if you've actually uh, seen your iTunes but it comes, comes up as pop Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. It, it is a bit of a pop uh, EP, if I'm to be honest. I, I was in a place at that point where I was kind of um, figuring out, I guess, where I fit in the industry and not really understanding where I fit as far as genres were concerned. And I still, in a way, feel like that, but I've just learned to embrace it a bit more. And at that point, I wasn't. I felt a little bit lost. And, and um, what the, the music I was making kind of was pop music, and, and the producer I was working with certainly was was a pop producer so we made that record and I still love it I'm still very proud of it it's just not necessarily the direction I'm sort of headed in anymore but but that that um, name stories from a porcelain city one of the tracks is called porcelain and it was sort of about that I mean that track is um, about how you know it's about sort of coldness and feeling like you're trying to connect with somebody that's giving you nothing in return and and feeling like you know you can be really close to someone but they're really cold and, and sort of distant sort of emotionally so um, so that was really what I was talking about, Porcelain City. I mean, thinking about the concrete of, of Sydney. I was spending a lot of time travelling to and from Sydney from the suburbs, um, out in the western suburbs of Sydney. So, um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of like different stories of different people from within that sort of concrete Porcelain City. Yeah, absolutely. And um, for people that really want to get to know uh, your new album, what would you say in a sentence? What would your album, what, how would you describe your album in one sentence? I would say it's a cross-genre singer-songwriter album that uh, talks about the tumultuous process of entering adulthood and the challenges and the joys that that brings, really. So it's mostly just, uh, you know, for I suppose it's just about sort of the duality of, of being a human and being alive and, and the different sort of things that you experience within that. Absolutely. So you're, as I said at the top of the show, uh, you are going off to Europe shortly, and then you're you're doing a full tour uh, back in Australia. When can your Western Australia fans see you? Yes, I'm so sorry to everybody in, in WA. We haven't yet been able to uh, book a gig over in, in Perth or, or anywhere in WA. Um, that's a bit uh, hard for me at the moment, um, but I would absolutely love to get over there. I've been over there only once touring with Diesel a couple of years ago, um, but I absolutely loved it, and I would really love to get back there. So uh, I would appreciate any suggestions of good places to play, but um, apart from that, hang tight. We will get to you soon, I promise. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I-, I will give you some suggestions. Perth is definitely, you have to go to Perth. Um, mm-hmm. I think you should come down to uh, our neck of the woods, the southwest. So, that's Margaret River, okay. Bustleton, which is, you know, very. I'm going to go out and say urban hipsters. The best way I can possibly describe it. Okay. Perfect weather all the time. Um, chocolate factory, it's a, it's a slice of heaven. Uh, Fantastic. Mar- oh, well, I'll definitely look into that. Um, Albany, Kalgoorlie, um, if you like the 40-degree the, the, uh, weather. Um, <laughs> Esperance, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, anyway, down the, the, the coast, you'll, and, uh, you'll definitely enjoy. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you for the tip. No problem. So, um, I know you're very busy, uh, so thank you for taking the time. 
No, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, would you mind just doing though, a quick promo saying, hey, this is Imogen Clark. Check out my new album, um, Collide. You're listening to Two Oceans FM. Two Oceans FM? Is yep. that the one? Yep, perfect. Awesome. Okay. Hi, this is Imogen Clark, and this is my new album, Collide. You're listening to Two Oceans FM. Thank you so much. No, no worries. Thank you so much, Joe.